Hi, I'm Saraswati. Hi, I'm Varun. Hi, I am Navi. Welcome, Welcome to Jugal Bandi. Pertaining to the India-US lag, a little bit of, but it's okay. Let's get started. Recently, Varun had a kid, and I was asking him, what is the one thing that he would want to teach his kid? I was curious because Varun has spent so much time in classrooms, being an edtech entrepreneur and a successful one at that. As to what does he really think is useful as a skill to be taught to children, and what really makes a difference? So, let's get started with today's podcast and know what is the one thing that you would want to teach our kids. Great, yeah. I think um, uh, this was something, uh, of course, all of us have very strong uh, opinions about. In today's context, like a lot of time. ability to learn learning to learn um, uh, uh, does come across a lot um, in media and and when you read about education and importance of education but i think to us as entrepreneur and our journey i think um, between three of us definitely the entrepreneurs um, the answer is uh, agency and uh, it'll be fun to discuss that today for me i think uh, if you uh, all remember when you made the first uh, flywheel on theory of education um when basically we were trying to put child in the center of the uh, that flywheel right like that how how that um momentum given by education what it what it'll end up changing for that child and in that specifically um the role of agency when we were trying to define and the the most important line i remember from that is the easiest way to explain agency to someone is is the opposite of being helpless uh, or or the the opposite of feeling of uh, helplessness um that uh, uh, is kind of like a common man's uh, definition for agency um and i think in education as a goal to kind of uh, help the child becomes a successful citizen and navigate through their life ability to remove helplessness from the equation i think is something which is i think the most important thing and certainly something i would want my kid to have that and in our in our usual style i would throw it to navin uh, to kind of drop some counterintuitive bombs and and take the conversation forward thanks varun uh, thanks sarswati i can tell my understanding of uh, of agency because i also struggled with it uh, in terms of understanding it and for me i had to actually paint you know go to another question you know, what does it what is the journey of a human being you know what does it mean to be a human being um, for me my journey of understanding agency started from there and the interesting part like many of you know that you know i like the analogy of seas and oceans there and, and the reason i can just in the spirit of you know being slightly discursive i can tell you know, the word entrepreneur has a very interesting origin you know entre means to swim and uh, prende means to grab so so the genesis of entrepreneur is to that you you swim out and and grab over there and it's very trippy because if you look at the word opportunity the word opportunity has port in it you know the port has opportunity it means that you know, it has 
through sea and trade, all of it, how opportunities happened. And the real one that I loved was that even the word soul, soul comes from, is related to that you're coming back to the sea, you're going, going into the sea after your death, all of that. So anyway, long story short for me, what was interesting was, you know, what is the journey of a human being? And for me, the only the visceral picture that I could paint is that we are fundamentally on a ship across a sea. You know, that's, that's what we are doing fundamentally. That was my understanding. Inga. Now, through the seas, there will be storms, there will be raw uncertainty. You have to figure out where to go, where to reach. All of that are there. But the key point is that if you are on the ship, are you a passenger or you're a captain of the ship? And for me, that was the moment that it clicked that, you know, most of us are just like passengers on our ship. The day that you realize that, you know, that you are the captain of your ship, that you are in charge of your ship, that you can figure out how to have a strong ship, how to navigate the seas, the uncertainty, risks, and you have to figure out where do you reach. For me, that became, you know, kind of how the puzzle came put together was, this is what is the journey of a human being. And fundamentally, it means that if you are the captain of your life, it means that you you don't have a feeling that you're in charge of your life, you know, that you have agency over life. For me, agency, that's where it came together. Agency, as, as the word implies, it could be ownership or action taking. And that's where agency really fell into place for me that through my lifetime, as well as, you know, kids that I have interacted with in schools and classes, we have found agency to, to be the single most important in terms of how it changes children's lives. I think one of the earliest discussions that I had with Naveen, I remember, was this, um, if you're going in a car and now the car's tire has punctured in, in, in middle of the highway and there's no one around. Yes, it got punctured. So what? Like, now move on. Like, let's figure out how to fix it. And like, what's the point on like sitting and, and crying about it or, or just feeling really bad about it? And I, I guess that was at that point of time, my earliest uh, understanding of agency to take action, to be able to take action in adverse situations and to know that you will be able to take action. Um, although over the years, because the nature of adversities in life have been much more complex, uh, earlier on in life, the complexities were simple enough to compare with the punctured tire and you, the idea was just to move on and that's what was agency. And over the years, um, you realize that situations are complex and life is complex and it's not always about just leading or taking action in an adverse situation. Sometimes it's also about realizing when not to take action or when to hold yourself back. Um, so I think my definition of agency has evolved to um, just having more self-awareness. How do you create a picture about yourself which is devoid of what society thinks you should be the inner strength to have um, inner strength to have the wisdom of creating an own image of yourself and uh, hold yourself back and understand your own emotions and take action or not take action i think that's what um, has been agency I think, I think that's interesting, right? If you look at, um, I think all three of us are talking about like taking charge of your own narrative and like that removing helplessness from the equation, becoming captain of the ship and and um, that, that ability to take ownership of your own destiny, I think is, is something which is very closely linked to agency in a way, right? Like how uh, 
entrepreneurship and and the whole market led development uh, does stem um from the idea of that um individual or a set of individuals can basically make meaningful change um, in the society and and i think that does stem or the the core um force behind uh, that idea is uh, agency and and that's why i feel it's it is the one of the most important thing um you need to teach and and as as saraswati mentioned right like it it need not be about like taking action always right like that, that absence of that helplessness and <clears throat> being ownership of your own narrative right that really kind of helps uh, a person to navigate life uh, uh in general and, and and that's such a powerful idea true true in fact um what varun raised was actually an interesting point in terms of most society out there and the key part was actually it made me think um was a recent movie that i saw karnan it's it's a brilliant tamil movie a uh, with with the actor dhanush and and the plot is very interesting actually folks it it's basically about a about a backward village in the rural tamil nadu who, um and the problem the village has that you know, that there's no bus stop village doesn't have a bus stop uh, and the key part that really struck me was why didn't anybody start a shared auto rickshaw service you know from the from the village to the uh, to the city and and i remember this this particular incident because uh, and there's an economics professor that you know that i was working with in my early years who when he came to india he said that you know people of india are fantastic you know in spite of all the poverty and and everything you still see them working hard you know they are you know they driving their carts you know with fruit carts vegetables all of it and go from you know road to road and they do that they if it were any other country like a brazil or even bulgaria people would have taken to crime or they would have just given up and that really struck me that you know and he mentioned this incident in like in bulgaria belgium one of the countries where um a bridge had broken down and everyone in the village was waiting for the government to repair it in india people just you know they figure out on their own you know how do we put the bridge together and they carry on interestingly as i think both of you know that uh, i didn't clear uh, iit in my first attempt and i joined a, a college in up um for my undergrad and there basically one of my biggest uh, issue slash in a way revelation was that most people were like and somehow we should get past somehow hopefully we'll get some job and there was very self of sense of helplessness in their articulation which i was like ki yaar abhi to life has started right like and why are you like feeling so helplessness uh, there's this feeling of helplessness and i think uh, um that realization that how helplessness leads to lower outcomes and basically um yeah it's just not optimistic i i couldn't relate to it and i think that's why if you start teaching agency quote unquote in some practical way not in the bookish way of course i mean agency has to be practical right um and that can make a significant change in in the way people approach life in general um and and the type of outcome you'll see uh, in society will be very very different and meaningful the reason when we uh, when we sort of discussed about agency i jumped on it and like i really want to talk about this is because agency the journey of discovering it losing it and sort of rediscovering it again in life has been uh, very interesting for me i graduated from iit kharagpur and 
I think a lot of people know that it's 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 an environment which is very um, sexist in a lot of ways, and especially if you are a girl, then it can go. Uh, everything is used against you, so it's sort of like, oh, you um, got in here, or you got marks, or you won because you are a girl, or you did not win because you are a girl. So, in some ways, if agency is you can do something, the whole messaging goes, you can't do this, and and the reason is often given as it's because you are a girl. So it's your gender, which you really cannot change, like technically, uh, which is used against you to tell that okay, because you are this, and you can't do Y because you are X, um, which is damaging in itself uh, for, for to deal with that for four years. But after that, I remember that I uh, had a small startup. I just uh, worked on it for six months, and it didn't work out. So I wanted to go to a full time job. and that uh, was a, a very interesting interview because i had that interview and it went really well and he was really happy uh, the ceo was really happy and he said um, and then he he called me for a second conversation and then he just goes on to say i think you you've done great and i really want to offer you this job but um, you seem to be of marriageable age and this would we just mean that you know you're just going to go and get married and leave the company so i want to give you a senior position but i will invest in you and then you will just go away so i don't think i can give you this job and um, i think that that was probably a low point in life where i prob i felt all of my agency was robbed away from me that there's nothing that i can do to change my situation that oh my god i'm a girl and i have now entered this marriageable age and i'm just i'm just a reject um shortly after that my journey with class club started and we <laughs> went on to do so many amazing things uh, in edtech space also working with students and seeing how systematically agencies actually robbed from them as a part of school and also doing little things like making the workspace better for women at work uh, and the, the first time i took initiative of just adding a simple thing like i remember i had this conversation with varun and i said you know i want to have sanitary napkins in our bathrooms like we should have them like women have periods and varun just went oh okay yeah sure like you can have them and it just i think bit by bit like the first time that agency came back and bit by bit i just realized okay so i i have self worth what i do matters um and and it's important and and what the society thinks of me does not define me i i get to define my own value and uh and i think that from there it's been a big journey of uh rediscovering that i have and i can take action and i can um uh, this tackle everything in the way forward and fast forward in life now like one year into the marriage it's also interesting because now i'm 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 on the other side of agency where in marriage i'm like don't take so much action <laughs> like it almost puts my partner on back foot um because he's like you know you can't take all the action in the marriage we both have to take action so i'm now figuring out how to deagentify myself so that like we have we both have space to take action and deal with things in um in life so it's it's been uh, uh, an interesting uh, journey for me with agency and i think for all of us i think when the uh, when you are in a relationship and and then you realize okay the okay the importance of listening the importance of understanding acknowledging the emotions uh, importance of empathy and in in fact i mean those those add color to the the agency you have 
uh, as a human being in your relation and and in general to be able to influence things so the power of empathy and listening and how it basically adds to agency in in your ability to empathize with people you are working with who are around you your ability to listen and so so agency doesn't mean always to act yeah i mean and that that evolution i think all of us have seen in a different way navin of course uh, has that gift from the beginning uh, to be able to pause and i think like he uses the his questions uh, really really well how did you pick up the questioning as a way to kind of in a way what you're doing is like it's it's your like secret tool to express your empathy uh, if you ask the right question the the person uh, ends up opening up and uh, and you're able to build that connect i think i think as a child i was generally lost in reality i think i was just hugely lost in reality in my in at where i was staying in the my neighborhood was actually a very passive child you know if you ask any of the my neighborhood friends they'll be like are navinare the south indian guy and all chup chap you know must you know he's always nice and nice quiet guy but in my school i was like a bully and a hooligan you know i found it very strange that you know in my school i was like a bully hooligan having all these belt fights or being being thrown out because of you know some nuisance i would do in class or, or like that so I, for, for a lot of time actually i actually even i struggled ki why i was having this dual part there and the thing i maybe i understood was that see, more than action bias i think i have more like a consequence bias that you know a lot of times i would ask you what are the worst consequences actually let me put it this way most of the time i would not be knowing what the consequences are so i would do some stupid actions which would be seen as agency probably but they were just actions that i would do because i did not know the consequences or because um or the consequences were very very low what i realized was that and prime senior a lot of you folks also and it, it comes across even when we are doing early prototypes all of them is that a lot of people have these high stakes in their mind the high if i do this then this will go wrong this will go bad at there and being with you folks i realized that and learned that a lot of these consequences are just in the mind they're not in reality in there a lot of things can be can be can be figured out how to have you know low uh, low stakes failures you can have or in a lot of the consequences don't really matter you can you can wait through uh, you can wait through them so for me in the us policy school when when i was doing my doctoral fellowship over there here Uh, especially in public policy or in the big in the big scheme of things is important to ask the right set of questions because you can do so many there are so many answers out there but just choosing the right question to ask make a huge difference you know it's almost equivalent of of, of um, or on what you would say that you know sharpening the saw is much more important before actually you know trying to cut down the tree and to me asking those questions um Uh, it's almost like you get good insight by asking good questions that is where my uh, understanding came up and and to me it almost like agency comes from you know if you know if you can understand what to do if you know what to do you have much higher chances of success you know and to me actually that has been over the last few you know last few months and that so it's not just action uh, and then it's also in in our scheme of things how we act on it's not just an action bias but more an outcome bias that, you know doing what will increase the odds of of the outcome happening or will increase the outcome happening the success happening there's something that you know that has been weaved into my understanding of agency there you know the pressure there's so many things that are going wrong um, we are going to take action but if i take action on this this will lead to much much positive results also uh, there's something that you know that i'm trying to weave my understanding of agency which actions will generate uh, the best outcomes
I think yeah the the for me the the biggest kind of application part for agency was the whole uh, movement in product development and tech the whole if you look at agile scrum hackathon sprint like these are basically they fundamentally enable the agency of team right like take smaller step and actions define the goal and basically align the team and move on right where everybody has a clarity and the ownership of the action basically right like when you like run scrums effectively regular yeah. sync up the amount of helplessness it takes away from like um, the individual team member is incredible basically and that's why i believe like going forward right like these like and we have discussed this navin right like when you we were teaching in the like even scrums etc for teachers right like even doing like regular scrums for students right like like the circle time the importance of those things i think the the agency in a group how do you unlock it and the the whole of course fail early fail fast uh, uh, those principles are there but just the importance of communication and as as we move ahead as society um, the communication aspect of agency will become uh, more and more and more important uh, as we work more and more on the edge of the knowledge um, at the intersection of our different fields um, um we are we are, i can tell you we're totally underestimating the importance of communication um um going forward so uh, i always knew how to act on my own but unlocking that for the team through okr team has been like probably one of the big learning uh, as a, as an entrepreneur as a founder um the other thing that that really struck for me was again agency i mean obviously it's easier to say agency but but there's also sense of fear you know we are all scared at some level you know we a lot of agencies just courage being greater than than the fear there yeah, so for me it has been useful to understand that you can be part of a team team uh, and you may have your fear so you may not know but you know that other members of the team have some actions that can you know that can you know that can take it forward or team can be a much more instrument of agency rather than individual that you know your agency can jump up dramatically that was again a you know a, a, a lesson over the over the years in entrepreneurship that really struck me like when we talk about agency for a, for someone and i think this is something that we also learned as a part of our work with kids that a, a big factor that influences agency is their social emotional well-being as well and we introduce this whole social emotional learning component for students so it's the same thing that works with the team as well so you want to make sure that they are social i mean their social well being is taken care of their emotional well being is taken care of and then of course uh, at work they have um, enough communication channels open and they have enough information to act on certain decisions i think those three things together have helped in building agency of um the team so i think just socially having a building a team culture where you are not blamed for things going wrong but you collectively retrospect as to how uh, what has gone wrong and how you want to go right about it uh, emotionally 
constantly reassuring your team member that you are there for them even if they go ahead and make a mistake you will be there to support them and telling them what are acceptable failures in some ways and what or or no acceptable probably you can't say but you can just always mention what are unacceptable failures that you know don't cross xyz budget or don't cross xyz timeline and then the third of communication of giving them uh, spending investing time in giving them the information uh, giving them the tools to take actions on their own i think those three together uh, in equal proportion have helped in building teams with high agency and it's still work in progress i think i'm still learning on how to do it better and better but i think that's at, at a high level probably that's what has uh, helped yeah so that's an interesting point right the last one you made about mistakes right because if if the the overall um uh, fail early fail fast uh, in in taking action uh, one of the big downside is that you will meet lot of failures and you will basically make lot of mistakes right so the the mental models and how do you handle the failure is i think one of the big big part of how you basically kind of execute quote unquote agency in your life and i so yeah so your ability to hand, handle mistakes maturely um, is i think one of the big part of growth uh, for you as an individual to <laughs> he's exercising his agency <laughs> uh emotionally learn from it uh, share it in a very non threatening non blaming way and and definitely i'm a big work in progress for that uh, but realization of it actively doing it i think is is probably very very critical to be able to uh, put on good practice agency in your life um, so i think yeah that that's something uh, is a good point you uh, uh, highlighted sir question was that if you have to explain agency to a 5 year old and what is agency and why is it important uh without obviously using the word agency because that will be uh, quite a bit so how will you tell a child and or what how would you go about that i think for me a lot will be basically just the teaching of not getting stuck throw them in situations where they don't know uh, how to kind of navigate and and it, it's it's more of an attitude than which comes from practicing it than basically telling like okay, this is the definition of agency and like from now on you are an expert in agency uh and but it's more like chill let's go and then you are there and they want to do something and then kind of like nudging them to um um take actions which help them achieve their goal they learn consequences and i think it's the more you practice the better you become so yeah that's how i'll teach a five year old uh, for me uh, this is a good question because we can actually borrow some of the classroom research that work that we had done uh, for me agency is almost is like a muscle and i don't know the more you practice it the more actually you get more agencyful okay to put a wrong word uh, to it you cannot learn agency intellectually in there it's one of those things when you do you learn and this is actually brought home to me um, like in the classes that we taught uh, i mean there was an, there were emotional ways that we taught agency and there were actually structurally ways that we actually implanted agency into the classroom and the emotional ways i remember were clearly were 
uh, when we did our whole math classes in, in, in schools, um, and where we actually you know, did a technical implementation of agency, where what happens in a regular classroom, the teacher asks uh, questions, um, she chooses a few favorite children, and then she solves the problem and goes on. But we put this card into the children's hands, you know, where the children will have a, can say, uh, can choose the answer to a question, A, B, C, or D option for whatever question the teacher gave. And that changed the, completely the dynamics of the classroom. For the first time, I'm, the child had agency in the form of you know, giving answer to a question. And if, the, if, if, if a few children did not know, the teacher had to pause the lesson, make sure that, you know, that she teaches the classroom and then go ahead. And I found that to be an interesting you know, way of implementing agency in the classroom, um, uh, where, where the child is able to stop the, you know, just the flow of, of, of lessons and able to say, okay, I, I don't understand this. Uh, can you teach me in a way that I understand it? And it came across in, in, in the end when a child was completely written off by his parents. Um, and his parents' own words were that, you know, I was a zero. My, my, my father used to call me a zero and he himself believed that he was a zero. And at the end, he comes and tells, um, and we weren't expecting it, if you remember it, you know, we were just there um, asking for um, what they felt yeah, about the class. Yeah, I remember that. The child comes and tells, um, my father said I was a zero, but uh, today he calls me a hero. Um, thanks for, you know, bringing from a zero to hero. They have a belief that they're in charge of the narrative. If I do X actions, it will have Y outcomes. You know, once that equation fits into the mind, it's a beautiful, and then it's a, like a light, light bulb. And it, and you can see the difference. And the, and that the Y outcomes the are iteratable. Y outcomes don't define you. Y outcomes can keep changing as you keep changing X. It does not. Uh, define you at any point of time. I think that great. Thanks. Thanks for answering that. But but how do you teach agency to a to an older person? How do you build agency for adults? And this is something that even I had to I was undergoing recently as well. And a lot what you put Saraswati that um, how do you reparent yourself uh, to emerge with higher agency? Yes, I, I find that you know keyword reparenting to be very important because. This is the most important relationship. What is your relationship with yourself? You know, how do you manage yourself? And that has been my understanding that influence of self-talk. If you change that self-talk between the person, about what he or she thinks about, you know, about themselves, um, then you can you can have a you know step function change for the person. And um, so yeah, so and I think good mental health coaches or growth coaches they do that. They they zero in on the beliefs of the person and kind of in a reprogram, reparent and the, the person to emerge out with, with higher agency and a, and, a, and a newer set of beliefs which are which are much more you know intrinsic uh, but at the same time equip the person with 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 um, yeah, with, with higher agency irrespective of the person's background there's always be some area that the person has shown more agency than others so it's not as if a person is completely lower agency across everything there will be some areas that he's more braver than the regular ordinary person out there. So kind of trying to bring that area out front, which is the area that the person behaved with a lot of higher agency and kind of, you know, you know unpacking that and showing that you know, he had done really the um, agency-full things there and, and how he could even apply that to other areas of his life there. The second part was that it's fundamentally I believe that most of us, even as adults, we just imitate other folks. You know, we, we are mimetic creatures. Uh, there. Uh, so in that sense, if people are able to see other people, you know, similar backgrounds and you know, of them doing 
overcoming their you know their helpless situations or agency and you find that people start to imitate or absorb that and able to apply that in their lives but it needs that kind of exposure so i, I believe fundamentally it's a lot of question of exposure and all of us have benefited from exposure and and we haven't had enough exposure also in some areas so just the fact that if children and adults uh, see agency from other people and they actually do it on their own on uh, through that you will have a lot of high agency emerging uh, across individuals and societies so that has been my understanding great so um yeah we want to teach agency to ourselves and also to our kids and to the future <laughs> best wishes to us yes thank you for joining us uh today joining with us today and hearing us out and we'll see you soon in the next conversation thank you in the next jugal bandi session <laughs>